Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Show Raiders, episode six hundred and nine of the show. I'm your host, Andrew. Hey, guys. I'm Danny. And this is your source for tech, gaming, and entertainment news. Head over to andrew-alliance.com. Uh, definitely check us out there. That's where I'm posting all the new stuff. Make sure you like, subscribe, and hit the bell for this great podcast that you've been listening to. So thank you so much for your support. Uh, definitely join the Discord, the Alliance Discord.com. And been doing a lot of stuff on Clubhouse as well. Uh, the uh, the Crypto Life, that's been really, really fun on the platform. And thank you so much for listening and thank you for tuning in. Danielle, it's been an interesting week with the news, right? Um, and my in my opinion, uh, how are you feeling? Uh, I guess so, yeah. I mean, it's I've been more researching and looking into the NFT market than anything than video games at the moment. Right. Right. So so let's I guess uh, let's talk about that a little bit and then we'll we'll jump on that a little bit later. How are you feeling about that that world? It's a it's a lot to take in. It's a lot to understand and to I, I grasp, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah. I think I pay attention and check my Gemini more than I check my fidelity. Right? <laughs> yeah, Gemini, I really like Gemini. Pretty pretty dope. Um, so remember, remember, I think I was watching it earlier, so it's fresh in my mind and daredevil, uh, you did see daredevil. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Remember, uh, episode season one, episode eight, when a uh, kingpin was getting ready, you know, making his breakfast, you know, making the eggs and then picking out his clothes. You remember all that? Yeah. Okay. And then it gets to a part where he sits down and he looks at the uh, art on the wall yeah okay so because of nfts i have a better appreciation for art and what it represents for the person who likes you know anything that could be something as plain as what he was looking at to something even more you know like maybe a self-portrait or mountains or splashes on a canvas right i have a different appreciation uh different appreciation for that stuff now because of nfts you know what i'm saying yeah, I know what you're saying. I, yeah. I have. It's just the meaning that you take away from it, and of course, all art is subjective. There's, I mean, you had that. What is it, CryptoPunk that sold, and it's like the most boring, plain looking thing. Right. But somebody appreciates it. Right, a huge community appreciate it, and I don't know if I don't know if they had 10k or 8k uh, pieces or whatever. But uh, I was in a room in Clubhouse uh, maybe earlier this morning and a guy pulled up and he was he had a, a CryptoPunk. And uh, one of the the ladies there was like, hey, is that a CryptoPunk? He was like, yeah. And she said, um, can I have it? He was like, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> because if you look at the trading volume and the actual value for each and every one, it's it's sky high. Right. So I think even with that, um, Bud Light had their recent collection for nfts right they did the bud light next uh collection yeah. which sold out but it is available in the secondary market i picked up one because it's it's bud light big community right big budget so they can do anything at any point to move those individuals who picked up one of their uh pieces one of the nfts from that original first collection that they ever dropped ever and we're talking about bud light right so to me that made sense for me to acquire that and hold it long term because it's but light it may do a, a trajectory like a you know a bigger project maybe like an azuki or 
maybe CryptoPunk, maybe, you know, any project that's considered huge out there, right? You know, Board Ape, Yacht Club, Mutant Ape, Yacht Club, you can go down the list of those, all those projects. But the fact that a company like Bud Light created that piece, right? That I think it was like 12,000 sold out pretty quickly. Um, some are available on OpenSea and somebody tried to offer me like $31 for it. I was like, you're tripping 75% below the value that I paid for it. I know what it's worth because it's Bud Light. And so, so yeah, so those are some things that's been happening with me and just, you know, paying attention and trying to save money, but, you know, invest in some good spots too. I think that's what I find incredibly overwhelming is like being in the know and really early to these projects. Yeah. I think that's, that's a bit overwhelming. Um, like the Zuki project. Oh, I would have loved to have so any bad. one of those pieces. It's sold so any fast. Any one of them. Oh my gosh. It's sold They're so fast. Absolutely beautiful and totally my taste. Yeah. And yeah, they're available. There's there's pieces available in OpenSea, um, but no, I can't. <laughs> yeah, not. I mean, that price. Not you can't right now. You know what I mean? I don't know if I if I, I want to. I don't. I don't want an article being written about like somebody bought this piece for one point one million, and that was me. Why no. not? I mean, the floor <laughs> price is fourteen ETH right now, right? And um, yeah, these these Azuki pieces I'm actually looking at on my phone right now. They're they're absolutely incredible. They are. They are. They're beautiful, and I think they're amazing. But that's the thing. Like, if you if you are you're in the know, you're paying attention, and you're on it, and you can get in early with these things. It's it's just, it's great. But it's so overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely want one for sure. You know, I may just rock one in my PTR so I can look at it. I said PTR. <laughs> I can rock one as a profile picture, PFP, right? That um, yeah. for uh, Clubhouse or I like I like the Azukis. But you, you're rocking someone else's picture, right? But, yep. you know, we do JPEG, you know, downloads of images all the time and stuff like that. But it's it feels different because of what it represents. Like when I rock my my microphone for many, it's just a JPEG. But for me, it's an asset that I got from a collection that was uh, super limited, 12,000. And there's more people in the world than that. Right. It's mm -hmm. a big company like Bud Light, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that um, the easiest way I find things now for me is I'll explore all NFTs on OpenSea and then I'll see what the floor price that I, that I want to pay. And then you grab some stuff that you like. Yeah. That's, that's, that's one that's way. That's where I'm at right now. I'm just looking at that. Um, but since we're on the NFT stuff, I guess we can touch on those things on, on the flip side of it. Um, mm. I'm still not convinced about if it's really a positive thing for, for gaming. I can see the potential of it. Right. But I think I I definitely have more of an appreciation for smaller communities getting their projects off the ground. Okay. Uh, I have more of appreciation for the meaning behind them. Right. I And the idea and the thought about it versus, you know, play-to-earn skins that you can sell or... Like, it, it just doesn't, I, I can't, 
I can't say that I'm on board seeing that it would be a positive thing. Not right now. Yeah. Maybe so, that opinion will change later, but right. like the more more I think of it, the more that I, I dive into this, I just I don't know if it's a good fit. Yeah, so so for me right now for gaming, I don't really care about it right now. But if you were to do a ten K collection of Metal Gear type, you know, a, a collection like that where those cards you'd, you'd look at, um, let's say a Street Fighter collection NFT of the, the characters and different backgrounds doing different moves, maybe Ryu doing you know an uppercut or Ken doing a fireball or those type of things that are super rare and the, the color outfits that they have, it wouldn't surprise me, and I know we're jumping around and I guess that's the vibe today, which is fine. It wouldn't surprise me, I'm going to jump right to it right now, that whatever Capcom is teasing is a collection of some sort like that. They can do that. They can get away with creating a uh, 12,000 NFT Ryu with all his eight different outfits with, you know, all the different backgrounds in, in the game itself, right? As a generative uh, 12K piece from Ryu to Chun-Li to you can go to all the characters that's ever been in Street Fighter, all the, the stages that they've ever been on. If anybody could pull it off easy and it will be uh, it will sell out immediately, it will be Capcom, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. So 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 I think things like that with such a large community from the fighting game community, they could do their special moves. They could do a certain kick at a particular angle or if it's like the, the special moves in the game, they could do like their supers. That will be a card. They could do their special moves. That's the standard card, right? They could do the white outfit for Ryu with the red bandana. That's a card doing a fireball uh, motion or an uppercut motion. Like if anybody would, <laughs> that would sell so fast, right? And we've seen things like music in games, right? Sound test, you'd go to the option and then you'd listen to that particular track. And because you love the music so much, Rather than playing the game, you just want to listen to the sound test. We've seen that. So if they start incorporating, you know, Ryu's stage background music, doing a fireball as like a, a motion, you know, type NFT, I mean, I mean, sell out quickly. So I think that I could see that. But in terms of like play to earn stuff, I don't think I'm really interested in that right now. Personally, I'm sure it has value. But for me, I'd much rather, you know, what you know, I just mentioned, or even Mortal Kombat doing something like that, King of Fighters doing something like that, Samurai Showdown doing, like, all these guys, you know, all those teams can really do well by putting out a 12k collection generative with all the different moves of those those characters that they have in their games, whether that's SNK or Capcom or whoever it is, you know, um, Nether NetherRealm, right? For, for Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not like I don't think that there would be people who are going to jump onto it. Yeah. I just don't see it being absolutely necessary or positive or conducive to pushing the gaming community forward. Yeah. yeah. So I agree on the play to earn stuff because I don't see how that's going to incorporate into the games because I haven't really dug deep in that particular rabbit hole. But in terms of like a collectible trading card type of thing, um, I think that has value because of the sentiments of those moves. You know, Ryu, you know, walking away to find another fight. That can be its own card and NFT, 
right? Because that's like the ending scene. Um, you know, Sagat getting uppercutted by Ryu. That can be an NFT in and of itself with different backgrounds or just the iconic background of where it was done, right? You know, Guile and and um you know bison their fight scene you know what that represented you know charlie and guile together that could be its own thing so i think those trading card like things for gaming i would love that right i would save for that just to get that and it wouldn't surprise me if they do anything you know in that regard but the play to earn part with the nft stuff i'm still considering like how i feel about that okay so i i just I just like it where it's where it's currently growing into, and I think that's just because that's where I'm starting. Is just that researching these different projects, and I think I I I find more appreciation to that. I think these pieces have more meaning. Yeah. Not to say that gaming ones wouldn't. Not to say that Capcom's one wouldn't. It's just that the fandom. I think it's just more of people who start these things and who are behind it in the community that's behind it. I like, I kind of like that. Yeah. But yeah. the things can change. That's just my current opinion right now. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I think that, but okay. So we have, we have that. So Capcom is teasing that thing, which I wanted to bring that to the conversation. Uh, since we started, since we started with NFTs at, at the top, which is cool. Um, but yeah, it could be anything. It could be Street Fighter Six. It may not have anything to do with NFTs. But I did see that piece where Platinum Games says NFTs have no positive impact on creators or users in any sense. I'll stop there. How do you feel about that? I can't say it has no positive impact, but I can say that right now, I don't think it has any impact. Like, I, I feel like it it's... It's too much of an umbrella statement to say that, to say that it has no positive impact. I'm sure there's people who are creating projects that has to do with uh, with gaming in some sense um, that, you know, that they really love and that people are supporting behind. Um, now for studios to be getting behind it to have no positive impact, yes. For studios, because there's a lot of backlash that's happening. And we've seen several studios who are just going all the way in and they're just like, we're going to take this stance. And then you have those who have like, we're going to be doing this, get the backlash and do a quick U-turn and take it back. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you got more? That, that's where I, that's kind of what I feel it, it is. I think there's a lot of good positive that can come forward from people who are creating nfts who even if it's like gaming centered or anime or manga or anything like that um there is there is a positive there i am not i'm not completely blind i'm not ignoring the fact the environmental impact that it does have um but that comes down to a, a moral decision that every person has to make yeah yeah for sure so for me i don't I, I don't like statements like these because they could turn around in six months and say, hey, you know what? These are the value and this is how we're doing it in our games, right? So that's why I don't like statements like this, right? And mm -hmm. knowing that I've done some research and I have skin in the game, right? I have purchased a few. Um, I love it. And intrinsically, you know, there's value there for me. And one in particular one that I recently invested in uh, is called Little Hippo, and there's value for that because it focuses on the um, the 80s, 90s, and 2000s of the hip hop artists of that those that era, right? 
and yeah. that is a great collection. Ten thousand, I think forty two hundred are minted already, and there's um fifty eight hundred give or take left or something like that, right? So I I really like that particular collection what it represent for for me growing up and all those songs and artists that I used to listen to. So that has value in and of itself. And I think it was wonderfully done, uh, but there's some bias there too, because I spent a lot of time in that community and even on the stages of that community. So I understand the bias there, but I think it's dope uh, in my personal opinion. So, um, so there's that. So I think externally there's value internally there's value. And I think that for a company to say like, this has no positive impact on creators or users in any sense. I think that is, um, I don't think that's responsible, especially if you're probably planning to hire individuals uh, and create an NFT team for you to get uh, information about that particular market to potentially bring out your own product, right? We see that U-turn all the time. So that's, that's, that's how I feel about it right now. Yeah, I 100% agree. Yeah, so that's what I have there. Uh, a couple of quick hits. A controversial U.S. Army FPS shutting down after 20 years. Um, thoughts on that? It's interesting. When I um, when I was in college, I did an internship for a company, and part of my research was actually playing America's Army um, to, cre- uh, to write up my thesis paper for the summer. Interesting. But... Um, and, and that game received a lot of backlash, but it also harnessed a really great community over these almost 20 years now. Um, but I, I know that article doesn't really mention anything about it. I mean, in 2018, they, they, they did kind of announce that they were working on America's Army 5. Okay. So I don't know if that means like, okay, so support of this game is going to be coming. It's like going to be dropping, but we got something. It's very interesting because it's like it's gonna be. I think it's May fifth. They said that it was cutting off, and you know July would be right around the corner from then. I I even though there's kind of been pretty silent about you know America's Army Five, think there might be some hope for maybe that, and you know July would be right there, and you know USA here for the July. What better time to announce you know your next game or to even release it? So you think they're setting but, up for something else? Yeah, there's. I think there's that. There's that possibility. I didn't find anywhere that says that America's Army Five was canceled. Yeah. So there's a possibility, but you know, it's it, it received backlash for being, you know, a recruiting tool. But it's you, you got to be creative when you want to recruit. It doesn't matter if it's army or not. <laughs> you right. got to get with the times. 20 years ago, you know, that's like gaming really started becoming super mainstream. So not mad at them for that. Right. Right. And, you know, going to their forums, there's people who are really sad by this news. So. Interesting. I think it's possible. Yeah, so um so you have you have that news then there's also Mario Strikers. That looks pretty dope. I have not been a fan of Mario Strikers. Like it looks cool. Not up my alley. <laughs> okay. All right, so we'll move on to the next thing. <laughs> the next couple of you things. You mean if you like it, it looks cool. Is- I think it looks cool. I I mean that's all I have, but I haven't had a Nintendo and in- so long so um but you definitely need to get one you really need to get one 
I do. I do. It definitely looks absolutely fantastic, though. So so there's that uh, from Mario Strikers. Definitely check that out. Um, Microsoft says it wants Call of Duty on Switch. I'm not surprised, you know, because, you know, Call of Duty is what it is, right? It's a big game that has been around for at least 10 years at this point. And even the next bullet point uh, that says um, this year's Call of Duty confirmed as Infinity War developed Modern Warfare sequel. Thoughts on that? I know it's not necessarily a game that you're actively, you know, looking at or anything like that. What do you think about that? People loved Modern Warfare. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sure they're stoked on it. Absolutely. Come on. So I'm excited. Every year Call of Duty comes out, I'm going to check it out in some way, shape or form every year so so i'm glad that they're still okay so i i i know there there's been years where folks have said maybe they should take a break from making the call duties every year uh, because of all the recent acquisitions and things of that nature like what are your thoughts on on that on that end of it oh i've been saying that well before then so have to be one every year different teams different teams yeah but does there have to still be one every year that's so you want all four, three or four teams to focus on one every year, every other year? Yeah, make one great product and make one every other year. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I don't know how all that works, but I love the game. I think love is, is I don't know if that's the word I want to use there. I enjoy the game a lot. I'll say, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> a okay. lot, a lot, a lot, right? Uh, and yeah, so I, I don't mind it being every year, but we'll see. We'll see how they, they play it out and, and what happens with uh, this year's uh, Call of Duty by Infinity Ward. Let's see what happens. Uh, so a couple of uh, movie stuff. So first thing here we have is Netflix is turning Bioshock into a live action film. Are you surprised by that? Not surprised. Just the hopes that it's, you know, good. Live there's some that I feel are done really great live actions that I enjoy. Okay, I, I can't say great, but I enjoy them. But, I mean, so many people, especially in such deep-rooted fandoms, will tear things apart and just find, like, nitpick on the tiniest little things to hate on it. Like, can you just... Can you just admit that you just wanted something to be mad at? <laughs> right. Because um, Cowboy Bebop. Oh, my goodness. You know what? I'm enjoying it. Or enjoyed it. Past tense there. <laughs> right. Exactly. And really sad that there's no season two. Was it perfect? No. But it was entertaining. And I liked it. But now it's gone. It's gone. It's it's not like what other live actions coming to mind right now that's bad. Um, Dragon Ball, that live action, that was bad. Avatar, that was bad. <laughs> so yeah, I can understand some criticisms on, on certain things, but there was um there was somebody who posted on Twitter. I, th- I think it was yesterday or the day before. And it was actually about people in forums talking about the announcement. It was about the trailer for Lord of the Rings, the very first Lord of the Rings. Okay. And they found the comments of people like who saw the trailer and the movie didn't even come out yet. 
but they were just picking it apart and saying it was going to be bad and that they screwed this up and you know these orc pods look terrible what were they thinking how could he make these changes and it was it's a great series it i don't know a single person who hates lord of the rings <laughs> like even with all those changes when they got to see it they loved it so like what i'm trying to say here is that like yeah you can have some skepticism about it but go and watch it with an open mind or try to and and try to check your fandom and your at the door <laughs> right i'm not surprised that bioshock's coming out but i kind of i don't know where he'd fit in but I kind of want Rahul Cooley in it because I think he's a great actor. He's the gamer. He loves it. I think he'd. I think he'd be great somewhere in that. In that world. You still with me there? I'm with you. Oh. <laughs> I was listening. I thought you had more. That's why I was waiting. No, 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 no. Yeah. So um, for me, Bioshock, I really didn't jump into that world like that. But I definitely want to consider checking it out. I haven't really been watching a lot of stuff lately, and I and I'm I feel very behind when it comes to a lot of shows, whether that's the, uh, you know, Tender Swindler or anything else that's happening. There's the the new documentary. I don't know if it's you know the Kanye one. I think on Netflix. Oh, that, I haven't watched that. I'm watching that, this right now. That one, right? And then there's some other ones that that's been out. A lot of shows that are coming out. You know, I still want to watch Witcher. You know, with my wife. So there's that. And then then you also have. Um, you know, Sonic movies that I'm excited about, of course. And even with the next uh, thing that we have here, third Sonic movie confirmed. And Knuckles is getting his own live action TV show. I'm definitely watching that. What about you? As long as it has the same animators <laughs> or right. CG animators in there, like, don't make it bad. Yeah, so I'm looking forward but... to checking that out for sure. You got more? No, no, no. I'm I'm stoked about the live action of Sonic. It's it's a fun movie. I'm looking yeah. forward to watching Sonic the Hedgehog too. So I'm glad that there's a third one, even though I haven't seen two yet. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm looking forward to that one for sure. Uh, so Halo TV show getting second season on Paramount Plus, and the first season comes out in March. <laughs> Like I was just announcing this, you're gonna totally get it. You haven't watched it yet to build your opinion if you want it, but you're totally gonna be getting these third movie. Sure, you didn't even watch the second one yet. Second right. season, sure. We know it's gonna be phenomenal, which I think that is a very. I think when it comes to, I don't know, I think it's a very, I guess, risky thing to do. Because you're just already assuming people are going to love it. I mean, the, the Halo trailer looked great. Yes. But to just go ahead and say there's going to be a season two ahead? I don't know. Maybe announce that halfway through, like, season one. So you think too Feel soon we should have waited? Yeah. I I, I don't think... The Halo series is going to be bad, but just in case. Okay. 
I guess they're that confident. I mean, look at, okay, look at Halo the game right now. You you wouldn't you wouldn't have thought like you, are we you talking had about this right now? Of it. <laughs> are we you talking about this right of now? It, like kind of going dead a little bit, but you wouldn't think they would. It doesn't even make sense looking at no, the Halo game right now and how quiet it is about it. But anyway, go ahead. That's all. That's all I'm thinking. There, it's like mm, your game is losing its momentum right now. Two different types of medium mediums but don't get too far ahead of yourself yeah i wonder i wonder when or how soon they're going to address anything about you know how it's been performing what do you think spring or you i know, hope post... it doesn't wait that long okay all right yeah it's it's, I think it's, it's already waiting too long right now yeah I, yeah i agree so we'll see if there are they, you know, hmm, what am I thinking about right now? In terms of, you know, having like some showcases for Xbox to see what they're going to do. I'm I hope they do that soon. And I, I definitely agree with you on that. It just seems like this game is so quiet right now. And it's not like there's I mean, there's other games out there, but this one, there was so much, of course, you know, the, the big marketing, the push, it's the, their biggest game. You know, uh, 20th anniversary, I don't, you know, I'm just, I'm getting a little sad just thinking about it, but <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it, it, it is, it is what it is. It is what it is. Right. So, so there's that, but so they have the season two already, you know, coming out. What are you watching on Paramount plus? That's, that's, I guess that's what I'm thinking about. Are you watching anything specifically on there? Do, do you even care to, I don't have, I don't have any. Okay, cool. All right. So and that's the thing. So a lot of the individuals that I'm speaking to now, they don't really have anything with Paramount Plus right now. There's no draw. And that's a huge problem. Right. Like, I know that they put out some commercials. They put like they had their star cast of actors in these commercials. But like. Like you're saying, like, what what is there? What do you have to offer? What is making people want to have Paramount Plus? Because I can tell you for me personally, Halo is not enough for me to be like, yes, please add another subscription service for me. Right. I don't know anybody that has Paramount Plus. Me neither. (laughs) I know nobody that has it right now. So, so yeah, it's, it's interesting to see that they're building up, you know, Halo as maybe one of their flagship shows on the platform. So we'll have to see how how they pan out, um, you know, with with that. I'm sure Halo's going to be somewhat decent, you know. It looks it looks dope, as you mentioned, you know, with the trailer and things that we've seen thus far. We just have to to wait and see. March is right around the corner, and okay. So while while we're talking about that that stuff, uh, the Batman in March, right? Yep. I I did secure three tickets so I can secure the Batman NFT. I did do that. I don't know if we talked about that. NFT? No. Yeah. Now to Google this. What? I thought we talked about that. No. I'm gonna have to buy tickets to get an NFT. I don't. Yeah, but that was. I don't even have a movie theater. Yeah, the (laughs) deadline was uh, the 14th. I thought we spoke about this. No. How did we not speak about this? I don't know. Yeah. So essentially, what they did was, 
you you have to buy the tickets to watch the movie. The ticket is your stub to uh, acquire the NFT that they'll send you later. Oh and man! I think the um, I mean, there still might be hope because I mean, I still want the Matrix one, so I'm trying to find out how I can get my hands on that. But the um, what am I thinking about right now? So the Palm Palm NFT Studio, I think is is what the thing is called. Let me just look at it up real quick. So they're probably going to end up being there or once they open up the marketplace there, because I think that's what they're referring to on the website for uh, the Batman movie, if it's still there. So it's um, palm.io. So, excuse me, it wouldn't surprise me if once the Batman movie comes out, you know, people get word of the NFT stuff for the Batman that it ends up being on that particular website. Because uh, the Batman NFT was um, connected to the movie ticket. Oh, man. And that's how they had it set up. So, um, I mean, uh, what, what we can do, though, Palm NFT Studio. Yeah, so it says, once you buy or reserve tickets on our website or app, you'll receive a confirmation of the NFT in your receipt. Email after you see the movie, we will email you a unique code and instructions on how to obtain or how to claim your NFT via Palm NFT Studio on March 8th. So typically what happens with that, it'll come out and then people will probably be selling them, right? But my thing is like, although the Matrix one for what the community is saying hasn't necessarily performed well in terms of the price because most of them are still about 50 bucks because i don't know if they were keanu uh nfts themselves or they were just matrix you know like an animated type nft so i have to look at that again to see exactly what they look like but i haven't heard like people really flipping them for like a super high price so i just want to collect it i just want to collect it exactly so i'm still trying to figure out where i can navigate to acquire the um I know Nifty website may have some stuff, but I gotta check, you know, authenticity and stuff like that. But, but we'll see. So, so we'll keep an eye on it uh, when it comes to to this one as well. But yeah. So, so that was like a sidebar. How do we how do we get there? Um, I don't know how we got there. Okay. So, so, so you have that HBO's Last of Us live action TV adaptation aiming for twenty twenty three release. Okay. Uh, thoughts on that? I just see it as another zombie TV show. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So, for me, I'm really more interested right now in Uncharted. I want to see what they're going to do with, with that. I'm excited, you know, just for that experience, right? It's Uncharted. I've loved the game. So I'm excited about what that experience looks like for, for the movie. So I'm not looking at reviews or previews or anything like that when it comes to that particular movie. So I'm just holding off. Um, so yeah, Last of Us, that's a thing. Halo TV is a thing. Uh, third Sonic movie, that's that's going to be a thing. Netflix turning Bioshock into a live action film. That's a thing as well. So back to NFTs, okay? So how are you feeling about <laughs> NFTs? We're back here. How are you feeling about NFTs? 
Well, like I said at the beginning, it is stressful to be, or not stressful, <laughs> but overwhelming to be in the know because I didn't know about the Batman thing. I thought I have a movie theater here, but I would have gladly bought one ticket for a movie I can't see. <laughs> yeah, so how would that work? I don't know, but I, I don't know unless they're scanning the tickets to make sure that you actually went to go and see it. I don't, I don't know. We don't, we don't have a movie theater. I have to fly to a whole other island. It's funny because I was like looking, I was looking. I, I brought it up. I, I found it about the Batman NFT. This is like book your tickets now, and I try to do a search for a movie theater. It's <laughs> there's not even one that it lists for, for Wahoo, which I think is a little bit bizarre. Doesn't make sense. I don't know if that's just a an issue on their end, but yeah. Indeed. I I would have bought one. <laughs> I mean, we'll keep an eye on it. You never know; someone will sell it or or something like that. So we'll we'll keep an eye on it uh, for sure. I'm still trying to get the Matrix one. I heard someone may have had extras. I don't know, but if you're listening to this, I'm still you know wondering. So we'll see. We'll see how that works. Um, so there's that uh, NFT stuff. Uh, New York Stock Exchange hints at launch of NFT market with latest patent filing so just uh keep an eye on that thoughts on that i think it's inevitable um as crypto as nfts gain that traction gain that that spotlight and see how many people are getting behind it it is inevitable that in some shape and form our government and of course the stock exchange is going to get into it because that's what they do absolutely Absolutely. When you're dealing with contracts and things that can be verifiable, it's definitely where we're going for sure. Uh, next thing that we have uh, before we kind of leave the NFT talk a little bit, uh, Audius is pushing deeper into the Solana ecosystem. Uh, Solana has lower gas fees. Ethereum has higher gas fees. You know, people are waiting for Ethereum too, thinking it's going to do better with the gas fees, but probably not. But the gas fees are crazy with Ethereum. But Solana's lower. Uh, so that's cool. And what they're doing here, they're pushing deeper into the Solana ecosystem with wrapped audio tokens, new reward opportunities, and more teased ahead. So Audius is a platform very sim- similar to Spotify, but it is the you know the blockchain version of that, right? Uh, so Audius, you can actually, if you are a content creator and you record. A lot of you know audio stuff, podcasts, or whatever you do via audio, you can actually upload your stuff on Audius. You know, just create an account, and you could have your stuff existing somewhere else, which is a great opportunity. So, um, those are some random thoughts there. Uh, thoughts on that? I somewhat only understand about how blockchain is going to like can be used for music or audio. I the the utilities are there and I feel like it's right. definitely, definitely the future for that. But Absolutely. I still got to personally research just that in general in the broad spectrum. Yeah. Artists definitely finding better ways to, um, you know, own their stuff. Right. And, and being able to get great rewards for it in this world of, you know, cryptocurrency and blockchain uh, for them is a great opportunity. Even when you look at the royalty stuff that we talked about recently with uh, the NFTs, back on NFT Talk again, where you create a project and then anytime it's traded or sold again, 
you're still getting whatever that percentage of the royalties are according to how the smart contract was written, whether that's 5%, 10%, or whatever it is. So that world for artists and creators, you know, has changed and generational wealth for them. If the project takes off, they have a big community and, you know, they get rallied behind like an Azuki, right? Look at that project. Yep. That project is insane. Art is absolutely amazing. Great project. Team started off small, but they're doing other things. I'm already in their Discord. I like their vibe uh, for sure. So who knows? Maybe one day, you know, you get all the money that you get, whatever that is, you find some 40 grand somewhere laying around and you pick up an Azuki because you really want one. And that can happen. I do believe that can happen in, in this uh, market where we are today because of how um, how money is being transferred and how much money is in crypto and there's money to be made, right? So there's that. Um, yeah, thoughts? No, that's all I got. All right, gotcha, gotcha. Research, just tons of research. You have to do your research. You know, I know this is financial advice. I'm not saying buy an Azuki or buy you know, any NFT or crypto, but we are, what we are saying though is, you know, YouTube is amazing and there's a lot of rooms on, you know, clubhouse like mine, this crypto life happens daily right now on clubhouse. So definitely check that out. And, uh, we've been having a lot of fun. We're building there. So it's called this crypto life. If you follow me on clubhouse, uh, you'll definitely find it. It's mostly daily right now, but we'll see how that works out, you know, with the schedule throughout the week. It could be every other day. We'll see. Uh, so that's what's happening there. Uh, next thing I want to mention, we were actually looking at this together. Uh, Daniela, Twitter adds Ethereum addresses to tips feature. You know, um, I thought you could do it on a desktop. Uh, Daniela, thoughts on that? Um, well, you can't do any of the tipping. No, doesn't matter if it's Venmo, Cash App, or Ethereum, or Bitcoin. Through your desktop, just to let you guys know. You got to do it through your phone. I don't know why the option's not there on desktop. You would think it would be. It's it's very interesting how Twitter picks and chooses. How do you get to certain things based off of which you know, platform you're using? It's, it's so bizarre. Um, but uh, yeah, we did that just before you know, just before we started recording today. Linked our Ethereum addresses to there. Tried that out. So there's that. Uh, I actually like it. it. Go ahead. I, yeah. But if you want to do it, just make sure you're doing it through your mobile phone. It doesn't matter if it's iOS or Android. You're going to find it by going to Edit Profile, scrolling to the bottom, and there it is. By default, the Tips feature should be available to everybody. But it's by default set to off. Yeah, I dig it. I dig the fact that we're going there. Like, for those who are trying to understand where we're going with all of this stuff, like, when you see major companies adopting these features you know crypto nft whether you like it or not you have to consider doing your own homework on what's happening in the space now now for me i ended up getting uh so uh, along with this maybe a week ago i picked up my eth address so uh, andrew andrew will take you to my eth address so i acquired that i bought that for I'm I'm excited that I have it because I didn't want anybody else to get it because there's a company, a robotics company with my name. And so I wanted to get my ETH address just in case that they decided to adopt cryptocurrency. I already had my ETH address, you know, solidified. It is mine, right? So I have that. 
And now you have this, you know, adding Ethereum addresses to tips uh, for Twitter. That's pretty cool. Uh, they also have uh, Strike. They have Bitcoin. Now they have Ethereum. And then they have uh, Venmo. What else they had? I think that's most of them, right? I think. Uh, yes, most of them. Cash App. Right. And then they have Cash App. So you have a whole bunch of options if people are trying to, you know, tip you. If they want to send you ETH or Bitcoin or, you know, just fiat, you know, standard fiat you have options with that. So I'm excited about that because, you know, it's one thing that, you know, I've been talking about this on, on Clubhouse for the last almost a year at this point and to see how it shifted from when I really got back in in May of 2021 to where we are now from, you know, fourth quarter of last year into this year. It's amazing how all these institutions are coming in, you know, all these partnerships are happening, all those these collaborations are happening. And I can talk about this, I think, forever. But I'm going to stop here. Um, any additional thoughts on this, Daniela? No. Okay, okay. Last but not least, I've been waiting for this game. I don't know if it's ever going to come out, but I hope it does at some point. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. They add Master Splinter. Any thoughts on that? You're stoked. <laughs> I am. I want this game. You know, and I'm still waiting. So I don't know. That that's all that's where I'm at with it right now. You know, Splinter looks absolutely amazing. His moveset is is pretty is pretty dope. You know, April's in there. Uh the turtles are in there. I mean it's it's so it's so good. So I'm excited about this game because I could see that the replay value is going to be, you know, a lot. It reminds me, uh, I get some vibes of like Castle Crashers kind of vibes that the replay value is going to be high with that. And I remember like when Castle Crashers first came out, they did have some like network challenges, but when they were able to iron those out, the game became even more fun with the characters in Castle Crashers. So I'm looking forward to like a drop-in, drop-out co-op experience. And this one is the next one for me that's going to take up a lot of time because I love the turtles. I always have. So uh, I can't wait for this get it just go and get it uh, i'm i'm excited i'm excited so i mean that's all i have any uh, final thoughts anything you want to touch on before we get out of here uh no i'm i'm good that's a lot i mean we're kind of turning to a crypto show <laughs> it's inevitable crypto show here <laughs> okay thanos <laughs> <laughs> right no this was good Yeah, it was. I missed you on Sunday. Missed you. So too. I'm glad that we yeah. got to do this. Absolutely. And thank you guys for uh, tuning in with us for episode 609. Absolutely. Absolutely. So definitely, guys, make sure you follow Daniela. Uh, Miss EJM, uh, where else can they find you, Miss EJM? Um, on Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, Instagram, the Etherverse here. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely check me out. Uriah, U-R-I-Y-Y-A. Uh, the podcast is available on all podcast platforms. Definitely check us out, guys. I do appreciate you supporting thealliancediscord.com. Tap in there. Uh, we're announcing a lot of different things that we're doing in there right now. And, of course, as I mentioned earlier, uh, the Clubhouse stuff has been really fun. Uh, the Alliance Academy on Clubhouse, that's where you can find the club. Join that so you can tap into the conversations about the crypto stuff, like all crypto, not just, you know, here we're tapping in. It seems like we're crossing over a little bit, as Daniela mentioned, but uh, we're, we do want to 
give you the information that we're getting as we're doing our due diligence for for the space. So uh, that's all I got. Uh, Daniela, you could uh, sign us out. All right. Thank you guys for joining us for episode 609. And who do you mean sign us out? Sign us out. <laughs> sign us you, out. Did you, did a, you did it for us already. So you know what? If you, if you missed it, go back like 15 seconds for Andrew. <laughs> and until next time, you guys have a good one. <laughs>